up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. And this Friday morning, I want to give a special shout out live on this microphone to everyone who's listening who has made their fantasy football Woo-hoo! playoffs. Woohoo! <laughs> Happy Friday morning. We're doing this live, Michelle. We're doing this live. Good morning. Good morning. We are. I'm doing it live from the tundra that is upstate New York right now in a foot of snow. Uh, and I am doing this live from the <laughs> sleety hellscape that is Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the silver lining here is, Kate? What is the silver lining? The silver lining is I ended the regular season of Draft Queens in first place, nine and five, with the most points, barely. But it doesn't matter because it's still first place. And still you know what? Place. I am sitting on a first week, week 15 playoff matchup by I just get to kick my little feet up and watch mm. all the little minions in the in the league fight to the death when I'm just already in the semifinals you're sitting pretty you know <laughs> I feel similarly I am unfortunately our draft queens league while you did a fantastic job this Thank year you. top Thank of you. the stack congratulations I don't think that might be a first in Draft Queens fantasy history. Is ending the regular season in first? Which I haven't is ended. I haven't ended a. I haven't ended a season in first place in a very long time. So this yeah. is foreign territory for me. Yeah, we don't talk about it. But in any <laughs> in any case, it's always top six. Uh, I fell out of the playoffs by like ten points uh, and a game oh. this year, which is okay. Which is okay because in my other two leagues, I am uh, top of the pile as well. There you go. And also nine and five. So just depends on the league you're in. It's but true. It's sitting so true. pretty in two others. Yeah. Well, as Kate said at the top of the episode, we are super super proud of everybody that has made the playoffs. Here's a word to the wise though before we get into week fifteen mm. starts it, please. If you play Yahoo, I don't know how other people do it, but like Yahoo Fantasy at least has like a championship bracket and a consolation bracket. So Mm -hmm, while mm -hmm. it's definitely not the most fun and exciting thing to be in the consolation bracket, you still are competing for the next few weeks. So like I've had it where I'm like bottom of the barrel and I still like field my team and try really hard in the consolation bracket. Absolutely. And then by the end end, like at the real end of everything, I'm not in dead last and it makes me feel better. So just to say... To everyone, don't be discouraged if you're not in your championship bracket. There's still more games to be played. There's still more shysty moves you can make on the waiver. There's still more games you can win. It's not like totally over, but, you know, it's a way to just keep it going. So I, I, that's my words to the people that are not in the championship bracket. And, and lest we forget, too, I know that in, in our leagues, we don't do any sort of a punishment for last place, but I'm sure there's a lot of people listening Absolutely. who are, who are just trying not to lose, yep, yep. which we can also help with. Which we, we are cannot. also good at not losing, yes, for the we're, most part. Yes. We're mostly good at that. All right, well, we've talked playoffs. Now let's get into the important stuff. There are no buys. We have made it through buys. Everybody's playing, except for the injured players, but everybody's playing, so we should get into starts it for week 15. Okay, Michelle, I think we have to start where every good story starts, and that's at the very beginning. Let's start with the uh, head of team, our quarterbacks. Uh, who are you starting this week? So I, I, I got two names on here. The two uh, trusty, hopefully maybe win you a playoff game here, are Justin Fields coming off of a bye week 
Now, hear me out here, because I know he's got a tough matchup against Philly. Philly's been crushing it. It's actually like, it's like magic watching them play. Everything is just so seamless. And I know that it's an uphill battle for any team that's playing against Philly. However, Justin Fields has fresh legs. He has a very similar style to Jalen Hurts. I I think Mm -hmm. it's one of those situations where uh, the Bears are, you know, they're going to need to rise to the Philly level of play. And I think just watching Justin Fields over the last few weeks, he look, it, it might be hard for them to win this game, but we're talking about fantasy. And I like the fact that he's coming off of a bye. They're going to have to step it up over there. And as good as Philly could be against the pass or the run game or whatever, Justin Fields, he, he's like elusive. He's a, he, he has a way of getting away from anyone that's trying to tackle yeah. him. And I just see so much upside for him when he runs that, look, he had a bye week. That he know, they know what they're going up against. It's not going to be easy sledding, but I still like him in the lineup, and I think he helps, you know, tack on some additional points with the run. Mm-hmm. Um, I The narrative around Justin Fields is just so interesting because I feel like he got, uh, he got the short end of the stick for so long. Yeah. But – Everyone that I'm hearing from, and especially you're right, coming off uh, coming off of a bye week with some fresh legs. Yes, will it be a difficult matchup against the Eagles this weekend? Absolutely. Uh, but regardless, I think uh, definitely a start because I think the Bears will actually play up knowing how Justin Fields has been performing. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, an- another guy that I think is worth having in your lineup, and if you are in the playoffs, there's a good chance you've been starting him mm. at least sporadically throughout the season because he's had a pretty – Pretty up and down um, season thus far, but all in all, uh, you know, throwing touchdowns in almost every single game is Kirk Cousins. So Kirk Cousins is coming uh, coming out now after his biggest week last week. 425, two touchdowns, 31 of 41, like throwing the ball a lot against Detroit. They're playing indie, everyone. They're playing (laughs) indie, okay? So, like, Kirk Cousins should be able to throw 425 again with his eyes closed against this team. But it's all to say, like, what a great time to have Kirk Cousins on your team in the playoffs going against uh, Indy, coming off one of his biggest games. Uh, They throw the ball a lot. I mean, I'm looking at this in, like, every single game. He's got at least... 30 passing attempts so they get the ball in the air uh everybody knows what justin jefferson can do on the other side of that ball and literally there has only been one game all season that kirk cousins has not thrown a touchdown and it was against dallas because dallas d is really good so uh, Mm -hmm. kirk cousins to me feels like a a, you lock and load that guy in your uh quarterback position this week so interesting you say that because if we're talking about people who are available on the waivers uh, I am almost sure, unless he's getting stashed, which I'm currently stashing this person, uh, but unless he's getting stashed, Daniel Jones has been available in a lot of leagues too, and I have heard the temptation to want to pick up Daniel Jones. Now, um, I have him sitting in my roster. Uh, I'm starting a different quarterback. I just I don't know if I have the faith this week, um, knowing that the last couple weeks have been a little bit sporadic. This weekend is against uh, the Washington Commanders, which I actually think is a decent matchup. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still sitting in Michelle. Yeah, I think throughout this season, a lot of folks have used or tried to use Daniel Jones as a streaming option. I think that's when you're in trouble with bye weeks and or maybe an injury. I think if you're in the playoffs, right. you're probably not leaning on Daniel Jones. Um, and don't get too cute with it because, uh, look, they, they pretty much got shut down last week against Philly. 
Valley. Washington D is not as good, of course, but they're not bad, okay? So uh-huh. beware of that. Uh, he didn't really do too great last time. They played Washington a few weeks ago. You know, he did throw a touchdown, just barely cleared 200 passing yards. So, you know, this is division division game. Uh, Washington also coming off by. Uh, I, I wouldn't get cute and be uh, trying to stream and or put uh, Daniel Jones in your lineup mm-hmm. unless you're mm-hmm. very, very desperate. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Uh, and then it, this this last one is this last one, this last team, this last theme is <laughs> going to come up throughout the rest of today's episode uh, because unfortunately the final sit of our quarterback category today is Tom Brady and I think it perhaps comes as no surprise after that Brock Purdy game in the 49ers and really watching Tom get shut down Um, what happens this week I mean I know I think you'll actually be down in Florida so maybe you'll catch the game but tell me what you think about Tom Brady and uh, the Buccaneers against the Bengals this weekend. So Tom Brady, in my opinion, is just not the old reliable that he used to be, especially from a fantasy perspective. I'm looking at his 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 stats from the year. The majority of games, he pretty much has only thrown one touchdown pass. Uh, right. You're not getting multiple touchdown passes. He has no upside of running the ball. They throw the ball a lot. So he's like in terms of yards, I think he's like top five in terms of passing yards, but it's because they're throwing it 50 times a game, like 50 times. That's a lot of throwing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and, and while his completion rate is like, okay, you know, 50, 60%, not a lot of touchdown throws, no upside on running. I don't like the matchup for them against Cincinnati. Um, and as you mentioned, yes, I will be down in Tampa. I will be at the game and I will be wearing a Joe Burrow shirt to the game. So I absolutely love that. <laughs> so I don't think Tom Brady is going to win you a fantasy playoff game. I frankly don't think he's going to win Tampa Bay, any playoff uh, games going forward. Uh, and so, you know, to me, especially in, in this matchup, it's, it's, it's Joey B all day at this uh, Tampa Bay Cincinnati game. I can't wait for that. Love you, Joey B. You are so memeable <laughs> right now online and it's oh, fantastic. Just love him. He's the best ever. He's so cute. I absolutely love him. Yes. But that's a whole different podcast, it which is. we could start. It, so let's could. keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are a couple. Okay. So folks that are going to win you football games, let's be honest. Those are going to be your running backs and your pass catchers. So let's start by talking about uh, running backs. And I think that there's one name in everybody's mouth this week. I think it's no surprise. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, who is the new shiny toy over in Kansas City, if you will. Uh, Folks can't stop talking about him. They're saying that he is the key to unlocking playoffs for uh, folks in fantasy football, and I don't disagree. Uh, I think that he is going to have another fantastic week, uh, and the past couple weeks he's either had a touchdown or 100 rushing yards in the last three games in a row, Uh, and this week it's a no-fucking-brainer. They're playing the Houston Texans. Yeah. Cannot see their their head from their ass right yeah, now. Let's exa- be real. Exactly. I think I think the backfield in Kansas City is always a question mark, especially when you have someone like Mahomes as your quarterback who can also run. However, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pacheco is the name that you know you hear the most. I think he's getting a handful of you know the play calls. He's managing to get himself in the end zone. He's managing to get some runs. Uh, they are playing a beat up. Not so great Houston, you know, team. So I absolutely love this matchup, and I think he's the, you know, the the smartest and 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 most upside running back on on Kansas City. Yeah, they're they're definitely yep. dealing with some other injuries in the pass catching, uh, you know, um, side of things over in Kansas City. So I think that they'll lean on Pacheco even more. 
And look, like having watched, you know, some some um, some Chiefs game throughout the season, like he's the one that runs the most explosive runs. Like I know Jarek McKinnon mm-hmm. had a big week, you know, the other week, so like he was the guy. But I, I just when I watch Pacheco, I just feel like he's got the most explosive. You know, uh, you know, he, he just explodes out of the backfield. Yeah. So that based and based on the matchup, I I really like him. I think he could definitely help get you a win this week. Okay, fantastic. Um let's talk about one more name and this is a this is a U ad, so I want to hear uh what you think about this guy uh as a start. But Deonta Foreman, what are you thinking? So, I mean, look, I don't really like very much about the Panthers offense if we're, you know, if we're being totally honest. However, <laughs> He's become the guy there. He's got at least he's got about five or so games, you know, over a hundred rushing yards. Uh, he doesn't find the end zone as frequently as I feel like he should be, mm-hmm. but I do like the matchup against Pittsburgh this week. I do see a lot of upside here. Um, mm-hmm. And frankly, like when you look at the rest of the offense, he's really the guy. You, you know, like he 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 needs to be the guy, um, you know, that can carry them. They they also have Chuba Hubbard over there, but again, I just think that. Deonta Foreman has been the one that, you know, has stepped up, played better. He had some injury stuff, mm-hmm. but he seems to be, you know, fine. So I would say, you know, keep an eye on him, but could be a really good start, uh, especially going against um, the uh, the Steelers this week. Yeah, it could be a really good start, especially because what I'm finding at least and probably my most contentious sit of this week in all of my rosters right now uh, is thinking about Travis Etienne Jr. over on Jacksonville uh, and and playing the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Now, I've been watching his performance, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah. I have been monitoring his performance on a week-over-week basis because he was pumping for me yes. in the first 10 weeks of the season. Yes. Now, he had, I believe it was a foot injury or a leg injury or something to that effect uh, in week 12, if I recall. Yeah. And so the last three weeks of play have been a total off a cliff moment. And I am regrettably for the first week since week this, well, since week 14, since last yeah. week, I'm sitting Travis 18 junior this week. He just doesn't look the same and it's a little bit scary to watch. He, yeah. I, it's crazy. It's like, you know, you look at that like middle, middle of the pack of the season and he was, he was crushing it hundred plus yards, touchdowns deals with that injury then has a tough match, a couple of touch, tough matchups, and just doesn't seem to have recovered, you know, fully since then. And that plus, you know, a a tough, tough, tough Dallas defense, um, you know, just doesn't seem to be an ideal spot for him this week. And so mm-hmm. he, he could have been a guy that helped you get to the playoffs or at least start the your leagues very, uh, uh, very in, in a good spot. But I just I, I don't I can't rely on him right now for that. I cannot rely on him either. And then uh, speaking of not uh, Mr. Old Unreliable, uh, we've got one more sit here uh, who becomes the butt of many jokes throughout the <laughs> throughout our Draft Queens tenure. But yet again, uh, we find Devin Singletary on the sit list because for an interesting reason, I think this particular game I want to call attention to, Michelle, because I think the... Buffalo Bills at Buffalo against the Miami Dolphins uh, is going to, if we get as much snow as we saw maybe in week 11, remember when they had that giant, crazy snowstorm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
there's supposed to be something similar where I think they're still going to play in Buffalo. It's not like they have to fly to Detroit to play or whatever <laughs> they did last time. Yep. Uh, but they there's going to be a lot of snow this weekend for the Miami game uh, up in Buffalo. And so I think uh, sitting Devin Singletary will probably behoove a lot of people. It's going to be a difficult game for all those folks, or Josh Allen, Jalen Waddell, you know, like every big player going head-to-head in that game. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting one with the snow. So keep an eye on that forecast. I think it obviously is going to rock the Dolphins a little bit more than it's going to rock the Bills because oh, they're yeah. pretty used to it. That said, you know, Singletary, nothing to write home about this season. Uh, I, I think it's also been another one of those situations there where there's like a lot of mouths to feed, both in the air and in the backfield. There hasn't really been one standout guy. Singletary seems to be kind of bopping back and forth with like James Cook. You know, mm-hmm. then you then you have them signing Naeem Hines, who Hines who like didn't really do a lot in the beginning, but he's oh, starting right. he's starting to see more touches. I'm also just reading that uh, the Bills have now re-signed Cole Beasley. So like. <laughs> I think they're looking to the air more than they are to the ground. There might be a little more pound the ground game because of the snow, but also that adds a whole lot of other, you know, variables with fumble and, and things of that nature. But it's all to say that I, I just, you know, De- Devin Singletary, uh, if you have better options, I, I don't think he's the guy you want in your lineup to, mm-hmm. win a, to win a playoff matchup. No, no, don't get too cute with that one. He is not the guy you want if you want to win your playoffs, in my opinion, at least yeah. as well. All right. Some the pa- fun stuff. Some pass catchers here. So uh, here's a name that we haven't really talked about, um, mainly because we don't like to talk about the Green Bay Packers, mainly because we really don't like Aaron Rodgers. Note to Boo. self, that has not changed. We still don't like Aaron Rodgers. Although, can I tell you a really funny, teeny tiny story since I didn't do my Just One Thing with Kate today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, tiny story. So this past week we did, okay, uh, my friend group from college. Yep. A number of whom are still in New York City. Okay. Um, do we've been doing the same annual tradition like ten years in a row? Ten years running, we go to the East Village and we go to this um, Indian restaurant Yum. that is like head to toe has Christmas lights hanging from the oh, ceiling, okay, okay, the okay. walls. Yeah, like yeah. you can hardly walk. Yep. fantastic tradition and as part of that, we do a Secret Santa where we all exchange gifts and what have you. <laughs> okay. So what I ended up getting, my buddy, who is a Packers fan, I got him and his cat, ultimately, a miniature Lambeau Field (laughs) that's a cat scratcher. (laughs) Wow. Who knew that that shit even existed? Only you could find something like that. It was fantastic. I just needed to say it. And if anyone has cats, uh, then please, by all means. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Okay. Well, great little segue into talking about Christian Watson. (laughs) So as we mentioned, still don't like uh, Aaron Rodgers. Still not impressed with him at all. That said, um, Christian Watson has been on fire the last few weeks. He's clearly now the standout guy and the one that Aaron Rodgers is looking for. The one good thing you could say about Aaron Rodgers is when he likes you, he likes you. And he clearly likes Christian Watson. He's getting the majority of the looks, the majority of the end zone looks, and the majority of the yards for Packers receivers right now. I believe coming off a bye, he'll be able to stay hot. They're playing against the Rams, who just are abysmal compared to what they looked like last year. Um, and so if you were lucky enough to snag Christian Watson off the waivers at some point this season, uh, he's definitely helped you win some games, and I think that that tradition will continue. 
Mm-hmm. I have loved watching Christian Watson and watching his star rise. That's been a ton of fun. Uh, I think on the other side of the coin here, uh, we've got Alan Lazard as a sit this week and having everything to do with Christian Watson just being an absolute all-star. Uh, that's just, those are just facts, as they say, as the kids say, those are just facts. It's just the facts. I, I mean, it used to be, it used to be sort of a situation in, in, uh, in Green Bay where like, you know, all, any or all of the wide receivers felt like a decent play. Um, but as I was just saying, I think that Christian Watson is, is Aaron Rodgers' new favorite. He's going to stick with that. It's working. He's not going to go, uh, you Absolutely. know, and veer in another direction. And so while most people probably drafted someone like Alan Lazard, that's why I'm saying if you were able to pick up Christian Watson at some point through the season on the waivers, like you're making out better at this point. Absolutely. 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 Um, I love to see with that being said, thinking about Christian Watson, thinking about just fresh legs out there in the NFL. Um, really interested to see how Garrett Wilson does this week, who is now leading the NFL in receiving yards, uh, at least over the past two weeks over on the jets. And since Mike white took over as their starting quarterback, um, to me, again, the jets for whatever reason are absolutely red hot this year, uh, tons of fun to watch. And they have a fantastic mismatch this week against the lions. So I think all things can lead to more, throwing yards, more receiving yards, more for everything Jets, but Garrett Wilson specifically being uh, the target there. Yeah, for sure. Like what's crazy if you look at it is like Garrett Wilson has more receiving yards than T. Higgins, Chris Godwin, Juju Smith-Schuster, Michael Pittman. So um, he's definitely on the up and up over in New York. Uh, There's been obviously a lot of quarterback troubles over there, but it seems to be that he is clicking uh, quite nicely with Mike White. Keep an eye on Mike White. He's def- definitely dealing with some injury over there. Mm, yeah. uh, that said, you already mentioned this, Kate. Like this is a this is a uh, a great matchup for the Jets. The um, the the Lions just give up lots of points. They just they give up lots of points. So if you're playing, if you're looking at this fantasy matchup, you're feeling good about having Garrett uh, Wilson in your lineup because Detroit just loves to give up points. I love that. I love that. Um, Can I ask you a question? Something that I don't love is just having a question on the microphone that I don't know if I have an answer to. Oh boy. Okay. What do you got? Okay. So here's my big one. Really, really uh, wrecking my brain here and I don't want to get too cute, but I can't imagine I'm not the only one thinking about this. So gotta, gotta ask. All right. I can't figure out if Jalen Waddell is a start or if Jalen Waddell is a sit this week. Again, we're talking Jalen Waddell in a snowstorm, potentially up in Buffalo, I think the Dolphins are going to struggle. I think they're going to have to run the ball rather than throw it. And this is kind of like make or break for my season. I either need to hold Waddle and swap it to Olave, or it's going to – I'm just – I'm wrecking myself. What do you think? I mean, I – from a lot of things that I have been reading, there are a lot of folks that are saying that Tua is going to be a major bust this week. And it's not Mm -hmm. to say that Tua hasn't been having an incredible season because he has – However, I don't know that the guy has ever played in cold weather or the snow ever. Now, he could he could come out there and be like, I got this, no problem. But also, you've seen the reverse of what happens, you know, to guys that have not really had any experience playing, you know, in that sort of condition. And so it's it's nerve-wracking. It's definitely mm-hmm. nerve-wracking because I honestly I think you just have to keep an eye on the weather and see how bad it, it really I think could that's be. Right. Um mm-hmm. the, the fact that you mentioned you have Olave, at least you do have a pretty solid you know person you could throw in there if you needed Mm -hmm. to but I'm reading a lot of reports 
about Tua and how he's yeah. going to be or not going to be able to adjust to this type of weather circumstance. And if he can't adjust, then Waddle won't adjust, and that's going to backfire for you. So, mm-hmm. yikes. Um, unfortunately, you're going to have to leave that one up to Mother Nature and see uh, how that's going to go. Yeah, I think this remains a monitor the situation type scenario, which we will all go into Sunday doing because uh, we'll just have to see. It is snowy season. It is mid-December. It's almost Capricorn season, y'all. Oh, the best season of the year. Um, Best season of the year. All right. And one more sit. Um, See above re Tom Brady is what I wrote in my notes. Mike Evans. Mm. I mean, this is a guy that like – 100% of people drafted, you probably almost play him 100% of the time, except when he's injured because he's Mike Evans. But it's just not clicking. It's just not clicking. This guy has three touchdowns all season. He only has two games over 100 passing yard, uh, uh, receiving yards. You know, it's been Godwin over there for sure, but even his numbers aren't, you know, super, super exciting. It's just... Look, it's not clicking in Tampa Bay. It is, you know, they can get all excited about some of these come back, from, come from behind wins. And, oh, yeah. But it's just, it's not clicking regularly. And and frankly, I'm, I'm very interested. I'm going to do some investigative reporting in Tampa because <laughs> when I'm watching the games, I, I like Tom Brady is so intense that usually he's on the sideline, like amping up his team and, and they feed off that, right? You normally see him when he's like amping everybody up, getting in everybody's face, oh, like yeah. getting everybody, right? But now when I see that happening, I feel like the rest of the players are just like, shh, shh, quiet. Like, be quiet. Interesting. I, I Interesting. Just, I don't feel like he has that same, like, positive uplifting, you know, pump people up that it was. It seems more negative. And I think that's rubbing off on people like Mike Evans. And I can't believe yeah. I'm saying don't play Mike Evans going into fantasy playoffs. But, like... I don't know. It feels like a roll of the dice. Three touchdowns all season. Mm. That is definitely not what you drafted him probably in your second or third round for. Oh, yeah. And listen, I mean, you know that the Bengals are going to come out, like, for blood against the Bucks of all people. So, like, I unfortunately, fortunately but unfortunately, do agree with that take and overall do agree with the take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers this year and their 6-7 and seven thus far season. Uh, just doesn't seem like it is it's not clicking is the perfect way to put it Michelle it's not clicking not not clicking so much over there all right well well that's some starting and some sitting for week 15 going into the playoffs as we mentioned (sighs) there are no buys other than Mm -hmm. injuries everybody is available at your picking Mm -hmm. do the research take a look look at the matchups look at the weather you know, mm-hmm. there may be guys a la Mike Evans that you're sitting in the playoffs because you got someone else that's got a really good who whoever would have thought I would say, let's play a Jets wide receiver over, you know, <laughs> Mike Evans. But like here we are and it's time to get strategic. You know, you can't really be too cute and roll the dice right now. Like all all it takes is one one loss and it's gonna screw up your playoff run. So No. Prep wisely. If, uh, luckily though. Uh, definitely prep wisely, definitely fight tooth and nail to get through either your playoff round or your exhibition round. If you're in the loser's bracket, it's all good. Just, you know, this is for fun. We right? still support right? you. We still support you if you're in We're the consolation round. <laughs> yeah, we don't take this too seriously. No, have fun with it. And hopefully this helps everybody this week. Uh, I know I'm looking forward to it. However, uh, if you're sick and tired of fantasy football, there, we do still have something for you. Uh, we have our Draft Queens Bet of the Week. If you're a sports better or looking to get into sports betting wherever you like to bet, 
Uh, we've got our DQ pick of the week. And some days we do a same game parlay, some days multi-game parlay, some days we do a DFS long shot. But today, it seems like our very own Moneyline Michelle has a player prop. What's that player prop? Well, we talked about Christian Watson. We talked about him being Aaron Rodgers' favorite guy. You know, this team is coming off uh, a bye. I feel like they're going to come out fast and furious, and I like a first touchdown for Christian Watson. (gasps) That's been hitting for you, too. I think we did – last week we had Zeke and Tony score a touchdown. Oh, I did. I had a Zeke and a Tony touchdown last week. That one hit. So – but and I like, the Kelsey and Jamar Chase touchdowns the week before, I think that one see, may have hit. Doing, I don't know. We're doing okay here, but I just I think that <clears throat> I think that uh, because the Packers offense hasn't been amazing, they need mm-hmm. to come out strong. I think they will come out strong, you know, because they're coming off by. And I just I, I could see you know Aaron Rodgers just like launching one down you know, to make a statement against the Rams and it's Christian Watson on the receiving yeah. end. I love it. I love that. I love that. I love that. Put your money into your sports betting app right now. We'll do it your right now. Go ahead and do it. Let's win that money. Let's get that paper. Oh man. The stress is mounting. It's time for the playoffs. I hope this was helpful. Not for you. You have a bye week. No, not for me. Not for me. I feel great. I feel feel great. The rest of us. I'm going to spend my efforts down in Tampa just making sure Joe B sees my my T-shirt. That's that's what I'm focused on this week. Yeah, you know what? You kick back, Michelle. But those of you who are with me in the trenches fighting tooth and nail, just know that I am with you. Uh, I'm playing in my other two leagues this week and trying to get to the top of the fold. So... Keep fighting tooth and nail, our favorite DQDs, and appreciate you listening this week. I'm sorry we missed you last week. I know we said that on Monday's episode, but we love you. We're sorry. Uh, But we will see you again after this weekend, week 15 of football on Monday morning. We'll have your regularly scheduled huddle, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, We'll be dropping that episode, so we'll greet you first thing Monday morning. Have a fantastic playoff weekend, and we will see you next week.